You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours. Thank you to every person, human being, cat, dog, aliens. I don't know. If you're listening to the show, thank you. We get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. A big shout out to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City. We've done a lot tonight. You talked about the uh, the end of well, let, let me let me let me let me relax here. Anthony Davis got dunked on. Watch him wake up tomorrow and be injured. <sighs> Lakers season is just going down the tubes even more, huh? NFL Combine is underway. We're going to talk about the Combine momentarily. Right before we went to break, we talked about Marcus Mariota being cut from the Atlanta Falcons. They're saving some money. Good for them. And then Quinn Snyder made his debut tonight for the Atlanta Hawks, and he learned what the Hawks are. You know, Trey Young, who gets smacked around at the rim, misses some some shots. DeJounte Murray had a bad night. It's just... Just ugly. Welcome, Quinn. Welcome to Atlanta. You got your work cut out for you. Anyway, as we continue on with the show, I want to pick up on a a little bit of some of the themes that we discussed to open the show, and that's that the NFL Combine is here. Yeah. Prospects show up, college students trying to find that next step in life trying to make millions of dollars and then win championships in the NFL. And they got to jump through a few hoops to get there. How fast can you run? How high can you jump? How much weight can you lift off of your back? I'm sure that's a great indicator of how many human beings you could move out of the way on the defensive line. Just why not? Any of the listeners who remember uh, Vernon Golston from Ohio State, you may also be a New York Jets fan. Being able to lift up a lot of weight doesn't mean that you're going to be a good NFL player. NFL is not Mr. Olympia. I ain't looking for, for Ronnie Coleman out here. It's not what your traps look like. Half of these damn dudes, after they, they run in the, the combine, Ain't nobody timing their 40-yard dash. Them days are over. You think Ray Lewis got up and they timed how fast he could run? They wanted to know, can he still bust ass? And the answer was yes all the way until the end. You think J.J. Watt, who just retired? I can't believe he retired, by the way. Well, I mean, I guess I could. This man had to finish with the Texans. He thought he was going to the Cardinals to win a championship. He had to deal with all of those injuries. I understood why J.J. Watt called it a career. You think J.J. Watt was being uh, tested on the bench press? They just want to know what you can do out of the gate and what you can't do. And then as well, the general managers want to stand around and they want to make broad statements today. 
the coaches, the GMs, they were absolutely hilarious before speaking to the actual prospects. You know, Mike McDaniel was asked about Tua Tonga-Valoa. Specifically, hey, are y'all the Dolphins going to pick up his fifth-year option? And Mike McDaniel, in the most diplomatic way possible, saying a whole lot of nothing, was just like, we got until May 1st. Leave me alone. Listen to his response. You factor in everything um, as best you can, um, but, you know, that that's part of this game that – that we're all involved in is there are some unknowns. So um, you, you weigh those and you, you press forward and make the best decision possible for the organization. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for telling us what we already know about Tua. Y'all not trusting this man's brain is going to make it through a season. Why are we going to pay him? And we don't know if he's going to stay healthy. We don't have the answer yet, but we'll figure it out on May 1st or before then. Then you have a new GM, Rand Carthen of the Tennessee Titans. He's taken over. Ryan Tannehill coming off of ankle surgery is still there. Anybody with three brain cells knows that the Tennessee Titans are going absolutely nowhere. Derrick Henry is not going to just just age like fine wine. The Titans, are, Titans need to blow things up. But Rand Carthen pretty much says... We got Ryan Tannehill, so that's what we're going to go with. Ryan is under contract. You know, I know you guys, I, I, I just want to speak freely for a moment. You know, I know everybody wants to make a big deal, you know, out of the quarterback position and whether he will or won't be here. But you guys just have to accept the fact that Ryan is under contract, you know, for us. And right now he's a Titan and he will be a Titan. Oh, glowing endorsement. Who would be excited about Ryan Tannehill, though? Besides his family, who wants to see that man? Nobody. So we we get a lot of interesting comments at the combine. I would say the most interesting today was from Packers general manager Brian Gutenkunst. He talked about Jordan Love. He basically said, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, 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 we got to figure out what happens with that guy, but Jordan Love is ready to play now. I think he's ready to play, and I think he's ready to be an NFL starting quarterback. He's worked really hard. He's shown a lot of progression. Uh, I know he's really eager um, to have that, and I think that's the next step in his progression is, is to play. Okay. Aaron Rodgers took another shot. All right, fine. And then we get to the main event. Shep, do we have, like, a, a main event horn? Probably not, right? No. No, sir. No, like, da 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 No. That's fine. Anyway, the main event is the Underwear Olympics. A bunch of NFL players, future players, who show up, they try to run fast and lift things. But even now, we're not seeing as much as we used to. We got Jalen Carter from right, 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 right down here. A bulldog. He ain't participating in the NFL Combine. He's going to go ahead and meet with people. Charge. Oh, was that, was that the noise you were looking for? No, nah, they, well, they run their horses. <laughs> I was trying to get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it, does, it doesn't matter. They might as well, some of these guys might as well be horses the way they treat them. Half these damn NFL players, when they ain't good anymore, they want to they send them to the glue factory. 
Jalen Carter. Oh. Charge. Jalen Carter is not going to be lifting a thing. He's going to talk to teams, but he ain't running nothing. It's been reported that Bryce Young is also waiting for his own pro day. He's not going to go out there and and throw. C.J. Stroud is going to throw. Anthony Richardson is going to throw. And, you know, they're trying to boost their draft stock. But when you have these guys just going to individual school pro days, and is it necessary to still have the combine? Like, let's be real. You as a listener, people listening to me right now, do you sit on your ass on the couch for five days and watch the quarterbacks, the defensive backs, the linebackers, the offensive linemen, the DTs? Do you sit down and watch them for five days perform these drills? Or do you wait to hear whatever news came out after it? Demoris Smith the executive director of the NFLPA, is a proponent of eliminating the NFL Combine. Troy Vincent, who's a VP working in the league office right there with Roger Goodell, there's a very good chance he's going to be the commissioner of the NFL whenever Roger Goodell says, I don't want to get paid $60 million a year anymore. It's been reported that Troy Vincent just said this is like a like a slave auction that we're bringing in these players to be poked and prodded and evaluated in an unnecessary way. And you tell me if this is necessary. For years a lot of the players were judged off of their wonderlick test scores and exams. That test has been eliminated. We've had NFL players report and say in interviews, in interviews for an organization like the NFL, any employer, hey, you attracted to your mom? Yeah. Yeah, somebody asked an an NFL prospect that. Are you attracted to your mom? Some of the other questions that have been asked. A scout asked a player, if you had to murder someone, would you use a gun or a knife? Boxers or briefs. If you could kill someone and not get caught, would you? Someone was asked one time, you're on a mountain in Alaska on a bus going 100 miles per hour. Where are you sitting on the bus? Would you rather be a cat or a dog? What what relevance does this serve? for a a coach you want to see how dumb the player is did you hear Deion Sanders say one of the most ignorant ass things ever the other day Deion Sanders sat down and this went viral over the past I guess week and a half he's sitting down with Rich Eisen and Deion Sanders goes yeah well I I want my quarterback from a a two-parent household I want him to be intelligent with a, a high GPA, and I want my defensive lineman, and I, I want him on the, the struggling side of life. Like, this is a type of nonsense and garbage that other NFL coaches and evaluators are thinking of? If this is the mindset 
that I need to have the dumbest, most aggressive player out. And what's the point of the combine? It's, it's, it's a sham. And I understand this is professional sports. I get it. And I say all the time, you can't judge or compare yourselves to them, especially in the financial space. They're entertainers. But that doesn't mean they should be treated with any less decency in the hiring process than you or me. Imagine going in for a job interview and somebody asking you, hey, was your mom a prostitute? What? Get punched in the mouth. If you had to kill someone, where would you hide the body? What? Where in any civilized society is something like this okay? DeMora Smith said, we don't need this combine. He said it during the NFL Super Bowl week. A matter of fact, listen to what he had to say about it. Here it is. I think the first thing we do is not assume you need a combine. I mean, why should we start trying to enhance the combine system? I mean, think about it. The NCAA and the NFL structure a combine during what should be every football player's what? Last semester in college, who decided that it was a good idea to take your son and have him exclusively try out for the NFL's exclusive way of getting into the league, for the most part, unless you're a free agent player, you have to be invited to the combine. As soon as you show up, you have to waive all of your medical rights. And you not only have to sit there and endure embarrassing questions, and I think that's horrible, and I don't want to poo-poo any of that, but would you want your son to spend hours inside of an MRI and then be evaluated by 32 separate team doctors? who are, by the way, are only doing it for one reason. What's the reason? To decrease your, your draft value. So instead of trying to think about whether we enhance combine process, what would you want for our sons? Hey, look, I, I don't have no problem with being interviewed. I, I don't have a problem with players who want to go and need to boost their draft stock, of, of which there are many. And the more chances and opportunities you have to go, oh, man, I was this fast on, uh, you know, March 3rd, and I was this fast on March 15th, you know, that's, that's going to make a difference for most dudes. But how much of a difference? Is, it, is this going to be a world-changing difference? Like, you either going to be able to play football or you're not. Can they tell from what you did on the football field in college? Can they look at you playing for three years and go, damn it, this is somebody that we want on our team. If you can't judge that from the pro day, then, yeah, I, I don't find the, the NFL combine to be completely necessary. Well, was Tom Brady going to make some strides or differences? His combine run, whatever how fast he run or ran a million seconds to complete the 40 – That ain't make too much of a difference now for him, did it? Combine's not necessary. Can it help? Yes, absolutely. But it's, you don't need it. You want to meet with a guy? Check him out at his pro day. You, You want his medical records? Check him out at the pro day. Me personally, I don't give a rat's ass. I'm only going to see the combine clips if a guy is blazing 
or on the 40. Or some dude decides to go full Terminator and he's doing like, you know, a million reps on the bench press. I'll see it on social media later. I don't need to watch guys running a three-cone drill. No, thank you. Don't care. By the way, not not professionally, obviously. I've run the combine. I have. You can go ahead and find it from years ago. I was invited out to Indianapolis, and they said, here, run the combine. Shout-outs to my friends at Under Armour. It's fun for me. I wasn't going to get drafted. I just had fun. If this is your life's dream and your life's goal, you'll do anything. But I don't think we need to have it. But I'll tell you this. The combine is not going anywhere. The NFL televises it. It makes money. It's relevant. There are sponsors that are attached to the combine. And so it don't matter how much DeMora Smith wants to get rid of it. It doesn't matter how many players hated some of the bias in the Wonderlick exam. It doesn't matter how disgusting some of the questions were or probably still are. It's not going anywhere. NFL Combine, I will be, I believe, excuse me, will be here for the foreseeable future. The coaches just have to be careful about, you know, who they ask, whether the mom is a prostitute or not. That element of it has always been disgusting. And I don't care if you want a job in the the NFL. It don't matter if you want to work for the government. If you want to work for a school system, you know, one thing that shouldn't disappear in any space, personally or professionally, is human decency. And the fact that you've had NFL players, we already know they will be physically treated like trash. And this is what they sign up for. They know the implications. But you don't have to dehumanize them, asking them nonsense, or asking for your players to be the biggest village idiot. That's disgusting. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. I'm going to pick the phone lines up. I want to get your thoughts on the, the NFL combine. Is it necessary? And then I also want to share with you just some of the most disgusting comments that I've, I've heard a, a coach or public figure say and that's Deion Sanders about what he looks for in a, a player or a recruit. I wish he was joking, but his ass was not. We'll play that for you on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Now, I'm putting a venue in Colorado Springs, so I'm up all night, you know, like doing 20-hour days. And I listen to you. You have really become a major part of what I do because, I mean, you just keep it real. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Hey, shout-outs to all my folks out in uh, Colorado Springs. We're going to talk about a man hanging out in Boulder right now. His name is is Deion Sanders. And I I think this is an example, although it's not a a perfect tie-in, unfortunately, to the mentality of coaches and why a lot of people have looked at the NFL combine and have said, why are we allowing this? You know, I I can't apply to a job. At, at CVS or FedEx. I can't fill out an application and shout out to all the Uber drivers and Lyft drivers and whatever the hell you're driving. I can't fill out an application to drive and be asked, hey, uh, you know, what is, what's your wife like? About your mom? You would look and go, what, what, what type of question is this? You know, where would you bury a body? Like, what? You can't get away with that. And the NFL is all about brutality. They want to know your mindset. Are you going to be wholly committed here? Or are you Andrew Luck? Are you going to be too smart to come play football? Are you going to leave and quit? That should really tell you the meat grinder. These The players sign up for it. They know the risks. Unfortunately, going into the door, they should be evaluated on what they can do on the field. And the NFL teams, hey, take the risk. You're taking one side and the guy, drafting the guy. Live with it. We shouldn't live in anything where you know, you're too smart to be a barbarian. Like, can, can we advance just a little bit? I'm probably being naive because I, I know the answer is no. Here, you want to know the the thought process of a lot of coaches. This is Deion Sanders. He was talking to Rich Eisen around the Super Bowl, and this has really blasted off and gone viral over the past couple of weeks. It's been shared over and over again. This is Deion on his mentality, what he looks for in his recruits. Quarterbacks are different. We want... Mother, father, you know, dual parent. Mm-hmm. We want that kid to be three, five, and up because he's got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad decisions off the field uh, at all mm-hmm. because he has to be a leader of men. It's so many different attributes in what we look for. Uh, physical, I mean, offensive line. My defensive line is totally opposite. What do you mean? Single mama. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Trying to get it. Uh, he's on free lunch. I mean, like, uh, uh, I mean, I'm talking about just trying to make it. He's trying to rescue mama. Like, mama barely made the flight. Come on. Let's, is that is that necessary? You need your quarterback to be smart. Come from a two-parent household. And then you need your defensive linemen to be idiots? Like, that's that's the worst part of, of, of the NFL when you think about the evaluation process. If, if Deion Sanders is thinking that, the defensive lineman has to be dumb as rocks. The, the quarterback 
Uh, he needs to be uh, needs to be smart. Needs to be a, a, a leader. What's the difference? Why can't why can't the lineman be intelligent? And can sue for as many heads as he's stepping on and penalties that he's receiving. And Dominican Sue has to be one of the smartest human beings that you would probably ever hear speak. Like the stereotypes don't have to drive deeper into the hiring process. And that's disgusting coming from a guy like Deion Sanders. That's one of the worst things I've ever heard coming out of anybody's mouth. And if you want to know why the combine may not be necessary and and why it should probably be adjusted, it's dumbass opinions like what Dion just said. You're looking for a football player, a human being, or a numbskull that you can manipulate. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ben is here from Charlotte. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's on your mind, Ben? Hey, JR, appreciate you taking my call. Um, just got in the car and listened to about last 15 minutes and couldn't agree with you more. Um, it's, it's interesting, and I would say funny, but it's not really funny that um, people like Dion make comments like that or we ask these, what is it, 300 and some odd guys to show up to this combine. They, they put plenty of effort on tape. You know, there are only 300 and some odd people that are invited to this combine. They've got tape on them. They know their abilities on the field. Uh, if I ever had a boss ask me anything about my parents, um, I would get up and walk out of that interview in a heartbeat. Um, that is, to, to hold anybody to those standards where you're criticizing a young man based off of some situational life, experience that he may or may not have had any control over whatsoever. And then you're going to put him, you're going to grade him not based off his abilities on the field, which is what you're going to pay him to perform to, but because some young man may not have, have had the most stable home environment or may have made a decision, a bad decision or two as a teenager. Well, that, that's just ridiculous. Let's, let's the, think the about the reason the NFL does it is simply because of profit. They they, yeah. they get money. They put these things on television, and they get paid to put these well, things on television. You, you know, to to use a a recent example, and it was I think uh, Booger McFarlane said it, and he was chided for it because it's not fair either way you do. And I think it was Steve Young who had the look at him and go, "What are you talking about?" The New York Jets have a quarterback in Zach Wilson. It's his family that, that for hadn't the most quite panned out. <laughs> yeah, he's for the most part, you would say, he is an, an affluent, comes from an affluent family. Uh, his family, somebody in his family, I think, is is uh, high up in, on JetBlue. And if I had to think about that, I go, oh yeah, he don't it's, need he checks all the boxes. This is yeah, yeah this people, be a leader of men. People people can look at someone like. Uh, not not Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel. And you can look at Johnny Manziel and go, oh, man, well, uh, oh, he comes from a, a stable situation. Well, how, how did that turn out? Right. And so this, or, or us down here in Charlotte, you, you said Baker. We, we just experienced Baker. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and so we, we, can, well. <laughs> we, can, we can look at anybody in any circumstance whether they are rich or poor 
or come from the greatest background. Hey, let me put it to you this way, Ben, and thank you so much for calling from Charlotte. Everybody, I don't care where you land on the the economic scale, everybody has some type of issue or some type of problem. And there is don't and if you don't, then you got really something wrong with you. If if people can't (laughs) if, if if people think you don't have a problem then there's something really wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Ben, for calling from, from, from Charlotte. Come on now. That's not how you judge people. If you got to look at a defensive lineman and go, oh, man, he don't have two parents at home and I need, I need him struggling. What do you need, an animal? Like, go get a bear. It's a, it's a stereotype. There's so many old stereotypes in, in life. There's so many stereotypes, dumbass stereotypes. I just gave you an example. Zach Wilson, what's he looking like? He would fit the bill for everything Deion Sanders just said. So for every positive that you find, is there's going to be one that's not there. Yeah, Michael, there's a guy named Michael Strahan. Yeah, Michael Strahan. Oh, yeah. He's on TV. He's a brilliant human being, not because he's on television, but because of the choices and decisions that he's made in life. Michael Strahan, uh, he a dummy? Shout out to Michael coming on out of Texas. Is is he a dumb human being? The stereotypes kill me, but it's, it's more so about the perceived, the perceived abilities of what someone can or cannot do because of their circumstance. And saying something like that publicly is disgusting. I spoke to a woman, and this is a great chance for me. I spoke to a woman. Her name is is, is Loretta Claiborne. This is a woman who was born, could not speak, until she was four, could not walk until she was four, was partially blind growing up, was told that she couldn't go to school. This woman has run, well, let me forget, this is what Dion said, right? You need to find this. This woman was one of seven children Raised by a single mom in York, Pennsylvania. Her name is Loretta Claiborne. Hi, Miss Loretta. She has run 26 marathons. She has been, she's a a fourth degree black belt. She's one of the most articulate people that I have ever spoken to in my life for someone who has not or wasn't able to speak until they were four. She couldn't walk until she was four and she's run 26 marathons. She was given the Arthur Ashe Courage Award at the ESPYs 20 plus years ago. And you got, you got, and I'm sorry to say it. Well, I'll, I'll clean it up. You have someone like Deion Sanders making idiotic statements about what someone is, is likely or what they're capable of doing. 
because of their background and where they come from and who their mother is and who their father is or is not. Go look up Loretta Claiborne and then you tell me how ignorant that statement was. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the great JR, man. Your show is so awesome. We uh, appreciate listening to you uh, on a regular basis, my man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Now, we're talking about just draft evaluation, the NFL Combine. Some of the questions that are asked, is the combine necessary? We played for you an ignorant clip uh, from from Deion Sanders saying he needs his quarterback to, you know, be smart, no trouble, and a two-parent household. He needs his defensive lineman to be just basically a just struggling, one-parent home, you know, looking for food, just struggling out here. And I, I kind of gave a thought as to why that is just one of the most ignorant things I've, I've ever heard in my life and, and looked at some examples as well. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I, I briefly want to mention this. At, we, we talked about, or I talked about, just trying to get this NBA season over with. The Golden State Warriors beat the Portland Trailblazers 123-105. to Damian Lillard had 25 points. Sorry, didn't score another 71. And uh, the Golden State Warriors are waiting for Steph Curry to come back. He'll be scrimmaging with the G League team and try to get a better evaluation. But it's just uh, Damian Lillard is so awesome to watch. But the team around him ain't too much. Look for uh, Shadon Sharp's dunk on Draymond tonight. That was pretty vicious. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Anthony. He's calling from here in Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi. Uh, thank you for putting me through. And um, I just wanted to say that I'm a little bit indifferent about the comments about what Dion said. Because he didn't say he's looking for somebody who was dumb or anything like that. He said he's looking for someone who's extra motivated. And there is something to say about people who come from hard backgrounds about their motivation it's, it's something to say about a man who has been struggling and who is going to use his will to dominate the, uh, the NFL. So I believe he's just more so going for that I want someone who has been struggling because when people struggle, they're more motivated and they want to provide for their parents and they want to do that. And when it comes to that position on the field, that is a will-dominated position for the most part and the quarterback is more so a position of mindset. You know, you need both on both areas, but there's a little bit more will when it comes to the defensive lineman than the quarterback. So thank you for allowing me to speak. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Anthony, for calling from Atlanta. I don't think it matters. 
I think you want a motivated guy regardless of, of, of what side of the ball or the field he's coming from. Why is there this this thought process? And Deion Sanders didn't say, I need my, my, my linemen to be dumb. But why why mention that the quarterback needs to to be smart? Like what he needed to blatantly come out and say, "I need my I need my defensive lineman stupid." It's it's insinuated in the entire comment. I can I can look at at players up and down fields, and we can go all across America. There's different motivation in everybody. Yeah, you can find folks who who don't have as much and have motivation. And then you can look at folks who have a lot and are spoiled. Yes, we, 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 we certainly know and understand that exists. We can also find plenty of people who have resources and are not spoiled and are trying to max out. We can go ahead and find people who don't have nothing and are still unmotivated. And so I don't, I don't think there's a, a magic formula here on both sides of the ball. I gave you quite a few examples of, of active players. I don't know how much longer Indomic and Sue will be active. He rather smart. I could look at someone like like Zach Wilson. I would think that he would fit the bill for someone who Dion would want. How's that worked out for him? We put him in front of a team. Oh well, he come from a decent family, right? He's smart, right? Oh, great leader. Oh, his ass stood in front of a press conference after a loss and told everybody. I don't owe the defense nothing. I no. Whoa. Well, how how bad did that tank the team? Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. Eric is calling from Houston. Hey, how you doing, Jerry? How you doing? I'm doing excellent. What's on your mind, Eric? Yeah, I I agree with Anthony. And like honestly, like Dion never came out and said like he needs his defensive lineman to be idiots, right? He never said that at all. And there's going to be a drive, right? Like, there's there's going to be something there. No one ever said Dion was just trying to be entertaining, right? Like, I think that's what it is. No one ever said there was a formula here that needs to be met, well, right? Well, well Eric, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the, the motivation. I don't think he was just trying to be entertaining. The fact this he's is – He's on the Rich Eisen show, right? He's on the Rich Eisen show. He's there to be entertaining. He's not there – no one's whoa, 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 Eric. Slow post. Eric, Eric, I don't think people are tuning. To your point, I don't think folks are tuning in to the Rich Eisen show to learn quantum physics. It is, no. enter- well, it is entertainment. But there is going to be some truth if he's asked about the recruits that he's looking for. Yeah, he, he's going to be engaging. He is a hell of a personality. But this is my point. His statement was ignorant all right and i know you want to you want to hitch the your hat on the fact that he didn't ask for the guys the defensive linemen to be stupid he didn't he didn't have to say it he said it out of his mouth quarterbacks are different we want mother father we want dual parents we want that kid no one ever said no one ever said a a child from a broken home can't be a good quarterback you all never said that right he never no, no, said no. that he, at all. No, 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 Eric, 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 Eric. I'm not focusing in on what he did not say. What Deion Sanders said out of his mouth and the contrast that he drew between what he looks for from a quarterback versus what he looks, looks for for someone on the defensive line is ignorant. 
I can go on yeah, all day. No, no, wait a minute. Stop, stop, good. stop. I got you on hold because you don't understand. I'm trying to have a dialogue here with you. I don't need you to talk over me. I let you start, and then I rebut it. I don't need to look at what Deion Sanders did not say. I can fill a book. I can write one on what he did not say. I am telling you about what came out of his mouth and how ignorant it was and the insinuation that the success can't be found on one side or you're likely to find it on the other. There are plenty of examples that prove otherwise. Go ahead, Eric. I would tell you he never insinuated that. That is not what I – I did not perceive that at all from what he said right there. I will tell you right now from what I understand is that Deion Sanders is a professional athlete and more than the NFL but also the MLB, right? So whatever he says on there, I'm going to take with the actual, like, he knows what he's talking about. And it was a, a generalization is different than a stereotype. I don't think he was stereotyping anything. He just gave a generalized statement. It could be taken however you want it to. But to sit there and discount Deion Sanders and his intelligence and how he projects himself. No, no, I, I didn't discount his wrong. intelligence. I said what he said was ignorant. I also think what he said was a dumbass comment. Deion Sanders can go ahead and evaluate his talent any which way he wants. But it doesn't matter if you're a football player or whether you're your next-door neighbor down the block, to look at one human being and think that they are more or less likely capable than someone else because of their background is ignorant. And if that's something that you find difficulty in understanding, I would really encourage you to look at what ignorance means. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> 